Studios is bumming with Bobcat with your host, Bum Wine Bob. All right, all right, all right. This is Bum Wine Bob coming at you with an all new edition of Bumming with Bobcat. And this week we have a special treat for you guys. We have a couple great guests on the show for you from the new movie Chasing Molly. We have the director himself and we have the writer producer and lead actress uh let's welcome them both to the show we have miss shelly pack and mr josh sutherland how you guys doing awesome great great to be here i feel like we should have our own applause like we should maybe (laughs) i feel like we should carry around like some stock applause that we can play after each time we're introduced but uh i, I can always fine. add i can always add that you know in the, in the post-production <laughs> i'm not saying you have to i'm just saying i'm just saying it'd be nice that's all hey 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 <laughs> nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that you want to you know have the fanfare along with you you know yeah. in your travels especially if it's manufactured that's my favorite <laughs> hey you know nobody exactly. nobody nobody will tell the difference you know i'll I'll trim out that part there about where I said I was going to add the applause, and it would just be organic. Magical post-production, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you you guys know the the magic. I mean, on a lot higher scale, you know, in the, <laughs> the motion picture industry compared to the, you know, the podcasting, you know, industry, you know, so. <laughs> we were outside chalking. But uh, but yeah, thanks for uh, coming on and chatting with us about the uh, the new movie you guys here. I had the chance to watch it this past weekend. Uh, I I enjoyed it. I mean, I hopefully everybody else out there, if they haven't had a chance to watch it yet, they'll go check it out. You know, it's Chasing Molly. Uh, you can find it on all forms of anywhere you you. Well, you can't go to a, a video store to rent it anymore. So. Uh, Amazon, uh, iTunes, Apple, Google, it's all over the place, so <laughs> you can find it. I mean, it stinks you can't go to your local, you know, video store and, you know, pick up the DVD to rent it, but, you know, we're kind of dating ourselves there. Wait a second, let me correct you. Uh, oh. Family video stores in the Midwest, where you can go in and rent okay. Chasing So, uh, you know, let's not rule out those three or four or five <laughs> yeah those, those two I, copies that are floating around the midwest somewhere they're somewhere yeah and, and it stinks the one person you know listening in the midwest that's going to be like 
oh man, I want to go find it, then they're going to go to rent it, and it's going to be out, and they're going to be devastated <laughs> that they can't pick it up at the video store. But yes, yes, thank you for correcting me. Yes, like, you know, there's always those mom-and-pop shops that are still out there, you know, renting DVDs, and uh, I've heard yeah. of some still running VHS tapes out there, too, so you never know what you can find these days. That's right. right. But, uh, but yeah, so I had the chance to, to watch the movie this past weekend, and it's a very unique movie. I mean, how I know both of you kind of came up with the story together. I don't know if you want to, you know, give everybody kind of a, you know, a little Cliff Notes version of, you know, the movie and how it all came about. Sure. Well, the movie is about a paranormal con artist, and um, that's my character. And I'm cleaning you of your demons, but I'm cleaning you of your valuables at the same time. And I accidentally rip off L.A.'s biggest crime boss, played by Kurt Angle, <laughs> uh, WWE legend Kurt Angle. And uh, then it becomes, you know, I have to save my partner who's been kidnapped and I have to try and get drugs back. And I basically go through the underbelly of Los Angeles, meeting all kinds of crazy characters and having to navigate my way through. Um, but how the film started, well, uh, you know, <laughs> Josh had shot some really cool footage in Indonesia and brought it back. And, you know, we really wanted to make a feature and just something we could start shooting. And so we came up with the story and we wanted to do a comedic version of like the paranormal because uh, the, the footage was very like eerie and it had this this girl running through this haunted village and she gets sucked into a teapot. So we thought, well, it would be funny if we were paranormal con artists. And then it just kind of went from there. And after we came up with the story, Josh goes, OK, you do 90 pages and we'll start shooting. And that was few weeks later we were we were shooting and picking off what we could and then just kind of snowball getting bigger and bigger talent on set and uh the movie just uh really blew up into something that just far beyond what we could have imagined um which was really just an amazing experience yeah i was gonna say i mean you got the you know kurt angle on board you know to play the uh, the villain of the movie which i think that's a pretty you know you know big get for you guys to you know get him on board you know and do the movie with you i mean how how does something like that come up you know getting somebody like kurt you know in the movie with you guys um yeah i mean literally a cold call uh super awesome um me and shelly when we sat and met and kind of discussed who i envisioned for the the character mr black the the villain of the film you know i really wanted you know a real muscly large physically imposing person kind of wisecracking very intimidating and so we started looking at professional wrestlers because we thought you know we could maybe land someone uh in that realm uh that would maybe want to cross over and do some acting and and we we were talking about some other people and then one day Shelly was like what do you think about Kurt Angle and I literally had a laugh out loud moment because I was like I don't I don't know if he'd be into this I know I see the jokes that are written on the page and I don't <laughs> think this is something he'd be down to do is is that even an option like are you just messing with me um because Shelly you know I'm a little naive when it comes to the wrestling world but I'm like Kurt Angle is huge like it doesn't get much bigger than Kurt Angle um so I was like is that even an option and and literally um you know Shelly had gotten in touch with Kurt's manager who was gonna get him the script and you know lo and behold he read the script a couple days later we got a message saying he liked the script 
and wanted us to start talking to his agents about being in the movie. Um, and I, I will say point blank, uh, his agents probably told him not to do the movie and he, <laughs> he is very hands-on with his career. He had in no realm of, of this world had to do this movie, right? We're not paying enough to do that. He, so he blessed us and uh, wanted to do our movie. He thought it was funny and really wanted to be a part of it. And um, literally, I will forever be in his debt for, for doing our film. Um, he, he showed to set and he crushed it. He crushed his scenes. Um, it's obviously, you know, he works. he's used to working live uh, for WWE. So, um, you know, we're, our movie is so independent and we have to get so many pages done a day if we're shooting so it's it's a brutal schedule and so we we don't have the luxury of doing you know 20 30 takes of something to get it right um it's got to be done right the first time and uh he switched it on and it was it was i think a treat for everyone who knows his wwe character to see him in a completely different light because he normally doesn't like to curse he's not the heel the dude is the uh uh the most genuine you know real person off screen and kind of his WWE persona. So um, seeing him curse a lot and say twat holes was really, really funny. <laughs> it was worth it. And, and something interesting for his fans, I truly believe. And uh, yeah, like I said, we'll forever be in his debt. Um, he was, he's a legend for a reason. Yeah, he, like you said, he played that villain, that heel character perfectly, you know, for, you know, not being, you know, a huge part of the movie, but. The scenes right. that he was in, you know, flipped the switch and, you know, stole the show with, you know, that character he was playing and really, you know, embraced it. So, I mean, I know he's done some acting, you know, prior off and on, but he's not, you know, you know, as seasoned as, you know, some other actors out there. But, you know, like you said, for him to come aboard just because he liked the script and wanted to do it and have fun with it, I mean, that this awesome that you know you, you got that coup you know <laughs> of getting right. on board with it right you I, really feel like you pulled a rabbit out of a hat or something yeah. <laughs> literally i mean yes it was partly like i didn't know how big he was but i'm also pretty fearless too like i think everyone's gonna love our movie you know what i mean so right. i wasn't intimidated um but you know because like josh said he's so hands-on the fact that he read the whole script and was like, I'm doing this for the love of this, of acting and for what I believe in. That says more than anything. I mean, Hollywood is based usually on superficial people doing this for money and this and that. So for him to come through like that just says a lot about him. And, you know, we've also been working with him after the film promoting and he's been promoting the movie. And I hear from his fans like, there was times when they were down and he like reached out to them and helped them. So this guy's like an all around good person, like just in general. And uh, you just can see that, you know, uh, he's, he's just magnetic on camera. And so doing scenes with him, I'm like, wow, I knew what I was like, man, this is awesome. I mean, I don't <laughs> I have to act. I'm, I'm in the scene, but inside I'm like, Oh man, this is great. You know, but I have to not show it but it was so cool you know just having that having him on and deliver every take um not having to warm up not having to rehearse just brought it right away yeah it's not having to take and i guess that's kind of you know being in that you know i mean it's different you know going through and doing movies and stuff that you're 
recording and it's not live. You know, like I said, he's used to doing stuff, live shots and everything, but still you take into consideration, you know, if you just kind of play it off as, okay, I try to have one shot to do it, then, you know, you're kind of in that groove and can kind of get the whole scene down without having to do, you know, take after take after take with it. And with you guys, you know, being, a, you know, a smaller movie, like you said, time's of the essence for you. It's like, okay, we have this amount of time to shoot, you know, these scenes, we have to kind of get it done in the, the crunch time. It's not this big, you know, multi-million dollar, you know, blockbuster, you know, not yet, you know, you guys keep up the work, you know, we'll be talking to you in, you know, a few more years, and you'll be doing the, uh, the big, uh, the big blockbusters, you know, so I'll be waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. Let me, I'll step in there, Bob. Um, we are going to be, our next movie will be a big blockbuster, so that'll be happening very soon. Uh, but, you know, this was to show kind of like, look, we kind of willed this movie into being, you know? Right. Um, but we are so passionate and, you know, the talent and the content is there and people who love um, movie making and who love being a part of something they want to be, you know, proud of at the end of the day, those are the kind of people that come on board an independent film. So that's why sometimes independent films are, are more intriguing because you're like, nobody's doing this movie just because they were receiving a paycheck. Um, so it was just really cool. You know, I've been really grateful to have a lot of comedy friends like Felicia Day, uh, who I perform with and, you know, super talented. And she's just, you know, she's an internet darling. I mean, she's amazing. And so because we had such a close relationship and she likes my work, I could reach out to her and say, I know you're busy. Can you give me a day, you know, for this part? And so, uh, again, she thankfully liked the material and, you know, made time in her schedule, which is crazy, uh, to do the movie. And so, it just kind of everything came together, uh, kind of a culmination of both our careers on and off camera, making, you know, coming together for Chasing Molly. Now, can you give any hints of, you know, what's next on the pike for you guys? Or are you keeping it, you know, <laughs> under wraps uh, so far? We, um, we're packaging another feature right now. Uh, in my opinion, the script, uh, you know, it's hysterical. It's another um, feature female driven comedy. Um, it's more of an ensemble cast, but, um, you know, it's, it's a, a female lead that is basically going through Hollywood and looking for love in all the wrong places. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll save that, but okay, we're, uh, okay. yeah, we're aggressively yeah. packaging it right now. And, um, you know, if all goes to plan, you guys will be seeing that sooner than later. And we'll be waiting for waiting for that one. I was trying to get a little bit, you know, of the you know the breaking news, you know. But all right, we'll we'll wait it out. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. I, I know how it is. <laughs> yeah, I used to be impatient when we were telling you that, but you know, Hollywood. This is a long game. This is I know, not. Yeah. <laughs> definitely the short play here. So, uh, thankfully, this script, you know, I had written, and I this is one that we, you know, actually wanted to make prior. Uh, but now so many things have actually happened politically and socially with the Me Too movement and so much has changed in Hollywood that I went back to the script and rewrote it. So now it's actually more poignant and more relevant uh, now. So you kind of figure in, when you're doing your career and it's like you don't know what's happening next. That's the nature of the business. So you just are like, OK, things do start making sense. Like, that's why this script had to be made after this one. Stuff like that. So yeah. um, why we got to do Chasing Molly first. It made so much sense now that we made this movie first. 
Yeah, I mean, you hear that a lot, too. People say, okay, well, I came up with the script for one movie, you know, years prior to it, you know, coming out, and they put out three or four movies before they can finally put out the, you know, the first one they wrote. Like I said, it's just timing-wise of when everything kind of fits together perfectly. You get more notoriety, word starts traveling, more people want to jump on board with it. So definitely, I totally, you know, get the reasoning behind what you guys are saying with, you know, wanting to you have the one completed first, but then you did Chasing Molly first, so it's I get the whole you know the rigmarole of the <laughs> of the of right. the business there and what you guys have to to go through and and with Chasing Molly here, I mean I thought I mean you guys had a great cast of of characters in this movie and uh, and Josh I do want to give you you know you played a very important part in this movie. You know, as well as your your role, which I mean, I would have never known it was you until I, you know, was going and sitting through the credits, uh, you know, as one of the, you know, great buyers uh, in the film. I'll, yeah. I'll leave it at that. I mean, without you, I, you know, directing it and being a part of it, I don't think it would have had the same uh, authenticity to it. No, I completely, a hundred percent agree with you. I think you know, going forward, my motif in all of my films will basically involve a toilet seat so um look be on the lookout for that in every film now yeah yeah now you have your your calling you know so you kind of have to throw that little hint and a dig in every movie you do you know from now yeah. on since you you're mostly behind the camera but you know every once in a while you kind of sneak in when the when the scene calls for it exactly can always call for a toilet. There'll always be room. Yeah, yeah, regardless of the movie, there's always a way to fit that into the uh, to the <laughs> script. It's like, well, okay, we're going through. We have this all done. Okay, we need a toilet scene uh, for Josh somewhere. I right, just throw it in here. It'll be perfect. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, because I thought the whole movie was, you know, it was a lot of fun. You know, I mean, a comedy movie. I mean, I was, you know, sitting sitting down. You know, it's a great having a few drinks, having some snacks and, you know, just forgetting about your problems and everything for, you know, an hour and 20 minutes for a movie. I mean, it's, it's a great movie that just lets you escape reality and, and it's not too far fetched. I mean, there could be demons hmm. out there. We don't know that. I mean, there's, there's stuff it has been proven, you know, in certain aspects. So, I mean, I get it. Well, thank you. We, um, we set out like, you know, the movie is super independent. I mean, it's literally probably as independent as you can make a feature film. And we feel very, very blessed to have the level of cast that we had. And, you know, we don't we don't have an endless bucket of money. We're not a studio movie. We don't have all the bells and whistles of elaborate set builds and wardrobe and a ton. And we have some visual effects that are very high level, but um, not like a $100 million VFX movie, you know, so the only thing like the only leg we have to stand on is is our movie funny right and so me and shelly made it a point to be very very um cognizant of only putting on the screen you know what we thought was funny because you know that was if you can get behind the characters if you can get behind the story and you're laughing you can let a bunch of those other things slide right and so um we made it a point to make sure that we only put on the screen what we thought was funny and and made sure you had a, a toilet scene too, which is perfect. <laughs> yeah. The production meeting we had, he was like, "This has to happen." I'm like, "Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. We'll, yeah, we'll fit it in." Sure. Yeah. 
but you know what's cool about it being just you know kind of josh and i getting to steer the ship is that we didn't have all these you know cooks in the kitchen kind of maybe throwing there like oh just put this in or put in this fluff like we were very strict um with what was in the movie and there's days that we shot i mean we spent money time hours and we just you know it's not in the movie because it just wasn't the quality and so it's like it all disadvantages of not having you know those resources just kind of pale in comparison to the fun and the liberation of getting to make a movie that's just as funny as possible um when you said you were able to like just put everything aside for an hour and 20 minutes that's like the biggest compliment you can give us because i mean that's kind of what we do what we do right to take you out of whatever you're thinking and to change your emotion and laughter is like the best emotion you can switch to uh you can't be angry and frustrated and sad when you're laughing so uh that's kind of why we do it so to make something that you know can, can has the ability to do that is just that's the biggest honor you know that's the biggest compliment you could have given us yeah no no problem no problem like i said it was a uh... A fun, fun movie to you know sit through and and watch. And like you said, it you, you streamlined it enough to not have stuff in there just for the sake of of having it. Like, oh, this would be you know a cool scene to throw in, but like, does it really enhance the story? Because I mean, so many movies you'll sit through, and you sit through certain scenes that you know drag the movie down and stuff, and you're like. All right, I get why they put this in here, but was it really necessary? We could have either cut it out or trimmed it down. But with you guys, it was kind of like just boom, boom, boom. Here's the here's the story. This is the the setup for it, and you know we're going right through to the end, setting everything up for the big finale and the and the conclusion of the movie. So, you know, it's taking out all that filler, saying here's your hour and 20 minutes here's your feature film sit back relax and enjoy it yeah we we definitely you know a little bit of that was uh necessity we just had to be um as using all the tools right like anything at our disposal to will it into existence right and we i would say you know it's a lot of people you feel like once you've completed that and climbed that mountain and turn this little snowball into an avalanche you kind of feel like you you know like I said earlier, pulled a rabbit out of a hat or like pulled off some crazy, some crazy thing. But you have to remember, you know, me and Shelly spent decades in the industry grinding, grinding. And like, we couldn't, we couldn't have done it without the help of a lot of people. Like we, we was very independent in just us, but we called in all the favors, man. Like literally the movie took so long to finish because, um, you know, we frankly weren't paying people enough to be like, Hey, there's a hard deadline. Like I need this, this Friday. Um, it's more like you, we, appreciate you you're such a high level doing what you do whether it's the sound mix the score the uh you know vfx um the editing anything it's like i know you're doing this like on your spare time to help us so thank you so much please get it to us as soon as you can um so the post dragged on honestly the shooting schedule was uh was a little gnarly as well um but that's just the nature of the beast and you have to just kind of roll with the punches and make it work and so um, we were very, very happy um, that there, you know, is a cohesive story at the end, and we just didn't have time to to mess, as you were saying, with a lot of the fluff, right? We kind of just hold you down and and take you on this ride, and just don't let it go. Now, how long 
did it take you guys to do the the shooting of the movie? Like, when did you guys first start shooting the film up until, you know, the time when you had all the scenes done and it came, like, the post-production editing and all that kind of stuff? It took us, like, a year and a half to shoot and then a year and a half in post. Is that about right, Josh? Yeah, exactly. Probably a year and a half of each. I mean, we... We, as Shelly said, we had this other property that we were trying to package, and we had investors fall through a couple times. And so I, I'm blessed to have some really nice sound gear because I used to uh, be a sound location sound mixer. I have some nice camera gear. So I've always had the tools just kind of hanging out for when I wanted to shoot stuff. And so we got sick of investors falling through with our other project that we were like, what can we put together story that we can shoot ourselves that nobody can tell us no? So that literally became the jumping off point of chasing Molly. I had that footage um, that I had when I was on a film over in Southeast Asia um, with a teapot that we were like, okay, let's do a comedic twist on this. And we started hashing out the story and we made some rules for ourselves. Right. So um, I like to, I like to say that when, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough to be on sets for a hundred million dollar movies to huge commercials to everything super independent everything in between so i i like to say once you know the rules you kind of can then know how to bend the rules and so we obviously live in los angeles we're going to make our, the story be in los angeles we don't can't have these elaborate positions because we don't have a huge budget for like wardrobe and continuity and all these things and we knew our set shooting schedule specifically couldn't be like a traditional feature film where that's 40 to 60 days back to back, right? So whether it was two days or two weeks before we could get the crew together to shoot um, pages, it literally, we had to structure the story and pre-production to work with that type of schedule. And so we, we made some rules, like basically the story was gonna be a run the gauntlet where it takes place linearly over a day, a night, and a day. So that way they show up to set, you're almost wearing, there's a couple costume changes, but they show up to set, they're mostly wearing the same thing. We don't have to have wardrobe. Um, you know, we don't really have to worry too much about continuity because we're shooting scenes out completely and finishing them. We're not wrapping them out over multiple days. Um, we also made a rule that other than the main two characters, Molly and Atticus, if there's a third character in a scene, whether they're in multiple scenes sprinkled throughout the movie, we shot that person out in one day, that third character. Um, that allowed us to reach out to some very, very high level talent and put ourselves in a position to win. I mean, the one thing that all these celebrities and actresses uh, have the least of is time. And so being able to go to them and their, their teams and say, listen, we need you for one day. We promise we'll never call you back. There'll be no ADR sessions. There'll be no reshoots. Um, there'll be very little location moves. We just made it very easy to get yeses, right? And so that put us in a position to win. And, you know, the Chasing Molly kind of just snowballed into this bigger and bigger thing. We kept just attaching bigger and bigger people. Um, but that was all part of the plan, right? Like we literally sat down, we were making the story and made it that way. And so, you know, as Shelly said, I, whether it was, like I said, two days or two weeks between shooting days, when I dumped the footage at the end of the night, um, you know, we're, we're everything on my own DIT as well. And, you know, first day we shot was day one and over a year and a half, I think we shot that whole movie in about 32, 33 days of actual shooting. Um, and so that took literally a year and a half to get those 33 <laughs> yeah, days. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. And then another year and a half of post, but 
um, that's why I, I'm so happy when I look back and I watch the film or see some scenes that are literally in the edit right next to each other, but they were shot a year apart. So just that there's a cohesive storyline um, is the biggest accomplishment to me. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that, that's awesome. And when you were saying when, you know, the scenes of, you know, uh, Molly and Atticus together and a third person with them, I have to give you probably my favorite character other than, you know, uh, Molly for sure definitely has to be, you know, you know, the star. The star. <laughs> and, 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 you know, Kurt Angle, you know, as, um, Mr. Black, I think uh, the character of Rawhide was definitely, I thought, was one of the funniest uh, characters of, of the bunch. You know, like you said, it's only in, you know, a few different scenes, but, man, I mean, that's somebody that kind of, you know, would steal the the spotlight in the scenes he's in. Absolutely. The cool part about doing an independent film is, like, we don't, we didn't use a casting director. Like, I'm reaching out. All the comedians, these are people that I've worked with. So I, I knew I was getting monster talent, you know, on the set because I'd work with them. So I'd also be able to write dialogue that I knew would be funny for them to say. So it was a cool experience of getting to set up my friends for great scenes and then they deliver it even better than I could have imagined it um, just because they're they're them so it was I think that was pretty effective um, sometimes like scripts will go out they'll have a bunch of people audition casting directors cast people for whatever purpose not maybe necessarily they're the funniest or whatever but for this the scenes were written specifically for the comedians um, and I think it really shows that they were able, they were in their wheelhouse and they really deliver. Yeah. I also want to say, um, you know, the character Rawhide, um, uh, Curtis, <laughs> basically we, <laughs> when, one of the scenes, uh, the, I think it was one of the smoke shop days we were shooting that scene and, um, obviously, you know, he's, he's wearing a prosthetic, uh, apparatus <laughs> if you haven't seen the film, <laughs> but we're, we're, we're shooting <laughs> We're shooting this this scene, and uh, you know that whole scene is just the absurdity is crazy, but it, it's so funny. And then literally in between takes, he leans over to me, he goes, "Josh, you know, you know, I went to school and trained to be a Shakespearean actor, right? I, I'm, I'm, I have my like degree in Shakespeare, and uh, but I appreciate you bringing me on this." And I was just <laughs> like, "That is so good, Curtis. Uh, you trained and went to acting school for Shakespeare, and I'm making you play this character Rawhide right now, and that is the full circle moment uh, for you right now. It's but that, so good. That just shows how good, you know, of an actor, you know, somebody is that, you know, can have that background and train for, you know, Shakespearean plays and stuff like that, yeah. but can turn around and play a character like Rawhide. I mean, that shows the depth of your character. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That just, you know, just to him as an actor that he could pull that off, knowing that he's classically trained. It's like, uh, but, you know, it, he's he's awesome. And again, like, talk about, we were able to get, like, cool locations. We couldn't shut them down. But the fact that, you know, that was like a happenstance. Josh walked into a smoke shop in Gardenia and overheard the people behind the counter talking about wanting to shoot a music video. And from there he approached them in conversation <laughs> and we then, you know, switched some scenes, the story over there. I rewrote the scenes and then we shot at the smoke shop. So stuff like that would pop up. It seemed just like we'd really work hard. And then certain things would just happen where it would just really make the movie exponentially better. And it's just kind of, 
the film gods, I guess, were looking out for <laughs> us too uh, on this project. Um, we've worked obviously, you know, in production before and making things, but this is truly us. So it's, we just feel so honored that we have something to show that really it speaks to, you know, who we are as, uh, as artists and creators. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great movie. Everybody out there listening, you know, be sure to check it out. Chasing Molly, you can, you know, rent it and download it, you know, on Amazon, iTunes, the uh, the mom and pop video stores. You can get the DVD. You can, <laughs> you can, you can, you can find 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 a way to to get your hands on uh, on this movie. It gets the bum wine bob seal of approval. You know, a great movie to sit back and enjoy. You know, having a few drinks, relaxing, having a good time. Uh, it's a nice kind of like throwback to like a, uh, you know, kind of like a movie, like a college type movie that you, you'd watch when you were with your friends in college, you know, stuff like that. Just funny, you know, it doesn't have to make a, a ton of sense, but right. it, it's entertaining and, and a good time for an hour and, and 20 minutes. So, so, I mean, my hat's off to you guys, you know going through the whole process of this, you know, powering through it uh, and getting it out there, you know, released for people to enjoy. Yeah, thank thank you. you. Uh, We're so, again, honored that, you know, Gravitas Ventures, you know, wanted to distribute our movie and uh, we we found they were the best partners for us. They're just, you know, pretty much the best at independent films. So when they wanted to take us on, we were like... (laughs) I think we did a dance, you know, I think we were dancing. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't believe it, you know, um, and they've just done a tremendous job. Like you said, it's everywhere. So, uh, yeah, again, Amazon Prime and iTunes. You can also buy the DVD or Blu-ray, uh, you know, Amazon.com, BestBuy.com, Target.com, Walmart.com. So, uh, you know, we really appreciate people checking out our movie. It's an independent film, but it's, it's going to surprise you. It's definitely not a studio movie. And I think that's refreshing. And I think people want to see something different where I think people are sick of like the cookie cutter formulaic movies that, you know, what's going to happen. And, so, and, and the retreads and the, the sequels or the remakes these days that we get tons of, it's nice to see something original out there. Let's say. Thank you. Thank you. That's, <laughs> that's the pitch I was going to give. You said it best. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And thank you so much for having us on your show. It's been great. You're super fun to talk to. Uh, thank you. Thanks for coming on and, and chatting, promoting the movie. You can you can follow them on Twitter at chasing underscore Molly to you know keep up with all the things and the promotion that they have going on with the movie. And you know any last thing you guys want to plug out there? Josh, you're on. Uh, go ahead. Oh yeah, sure. I guess you can plug plug the personal page, right? If you guys, uh, yeah. I'm technically on set right now. Um, but yeah, if you guys ever want to see any behind the scenes of what I'm working on or um, what me and Shelly are doing um, behind the scenes of on set action, uh, my personal page uh, mainly I post to Instagram. It's at Sutherland Film S U T H E R L A N D F I L M, and um, yeah, anything I'm working on, it's I'm usually throwing up there. Um, and yeah, keep an eye out for, um, me and Shelly. We are, as we said, aggressively packaging the next one and excited to get that out in front of, uh, everyone. Yeah. See, I'm waiting now. Now I'm, you know, <laughs> anticipating, you know, as I was trying to get that, you know, little hint earlier, but I, I get it. I get it. I know, 
I understand how it works out there, but you got to keep everybody waiting and, you know, just keep dropping the little hints and the seeds as, you know, time goes on and as you guys start working on it and, you know, the production starts, everything going through. So, hey, I'll be keeping my uh, eyes open for that. Uh, and once you guys do drop the next feature, you know, we'll have to have you back on here to, to chat about that one as well. Absolutely. Yes. We'll be back. Looking forward to it. All right, yeah. guys. Well, well, thanks again for for coming on here. We'll be in, we'll be in touch. You know, follow follow them. Check out the movie Chasing Molly. All right. Until next time, guys. Cheers. Cheers.